Fantastic. All right. You listen to the Cutthroat Cast. You got at Morgan from Oz, at Patty from Cut, and at Where to Waco. Yeah, that's my Twitter handle. I just wanted to make sure. And we're at Cutthroat Cast. And we're here to talk about. Episode... And we're here to talk about episode five of the challenge today, a little bit, guys. How's it going? We're good, man. It's going good. Oh. Yeah, uh, hold on. Hold on. Not man. for me, I'm an Ohio State and a Browns fan. Oh. My internet is like really, really doing struggling tonight. You're completely <laughs> fine on my end. Yeah, I'm good because on on mine it's it's just it's kind of it. I'm getting a little bit of a lag, but if I sound okay, then that's fine. Well, I'm sorry about no, your, your I, loss as a Browns fan. You know what? I'm not upset about that loss actually at all. And in fact, I'm really not too upset about even the Ohio State loss, if I'm going to be honest, because like that loss is on RDC, but that's a story for another day. And the Browns played really well and losing our best safety at the start of the game because their coach pushed him. Like, I'm not going to be too upset about that. I know KC was also missing some guys, and nobody's going to beat Kansas City twice this year. So I, I'm pretty happy as as a Browns fan with the performance. Uh, this team has a lot of fight. We were also without Odell Beckham Jr. this time, and Baker played really well. That last interception isn't on him. He's trying to throw that ball away, and he just gets tripped up. And as he's coming down, like what would have gone – 10 feet uh, over the defender ends up going right to him. So it's all right. You'll be okay, Patty. I will. It'll all be okay. They played a great game. Yeah, they did. Morgan's team got her dub, and that's all that matters, you know? Saints came marching in. You're, you're, I think you're yeah, on I'm on mute. I'm really good at this. Um, yeah, we we ate today. Saints ate the W. James ate the W. And Aaron Rodgers ate shit. So good day. Yeah, yeah Aaron like, Rodgers let me down. Great. <laughs> I lost in both fantasy leagues because of it. Well, there's always next week, Patty. There's always next week. So this week, this week on the uh, on the challenge, you know, we already kind of knew the a little bit of the teams going in, but uh, how did we feel about it? Just initial thoughts. Well, let's get that out in the open there. Well, uh, Morgan and Patty. Yeah, it was a bit of a come down from last week wasn't exactly thrilling viewing this week i think yeah i i kind of agree with morgan like especially after last week and the way that they teased uh this week uh after last week i thought it was going to be a little bit more exciting than than really what it was from everything i've been listening to through other challenge podcasts like ourselves i'm hearing that a lot of drama and a lot of good stuff is coming our way like the second half of, of this season is going to be filled with a lot of that drama and a lot of just tension going in because I agree this episode really didn't have too much, but there were some sneaky good lines from Devin that were funny that I found throughout. Like when he was saying that the only thing that Emmy and Gabo have in common is that they both look like they've murdered a bunch of people. Like I, I did enjoy that. You can always count on, you can always count on Devin. Shit yeah, so, like that. so he like had some good comments. Yeah. But they do look like they've killed somebody. And Emmy nearly killed Garbo. <laughs> she was ready to. She was remember she had to be helped down the stairs. And then he's working out and she's just absolutely pissed. Like 
and he's like, we got to win. She's like, yeah, no shit. We got to win. And it was just a, a disaster from, from the very get go. And the, the big brother Alliance, like, I think that they showed us a little too much of that. Cause it was, nothing was really happening. If they're, unless they're going to get in each other's face again, like, okay, we get it. They're all like, people are hurt. People over here, like Casey's saying some dumb stuff about how she doesn't like how Amber B moves in the game. And it's just like all Amber B's ever done in this game is make moves that benefit you. She's put you above her in the past. She helped you get her, your skull last season before she even got herself her skull. So it's like, it's such, it's such bullshit to me for her to say that. Lame but. take. And like, it makes no sense. It's not backed up by any of the ed edit at all. So just like, stop trying to like rewrite history. That's not what happened. It's not what we've seen. So let it go. Was it, was it you that told us that, um, that the vets for sure just didn't care at all that they threw Amber B in? Like none of them cared. Were we talking about that? No. I didn't say that. I'm trying to think who I saw. That. Well, uh, I, I think I, yeah, I uh, was it somebody that sent us Twitter? a tweet. I think it was a tweet. Like, yeah, I asked like what I think I asked like on our Twitter what people were most excited about for tonight's or for that night's episode, and I think uh, like somebody sent us that in the comments is what is where we read it. Yeah, that's yeah, so I think the problem with Amber B is like she sits in that um, big T purgatory, like not considered enough of a vet, not considered enough of a rookie, except Big T has a better social bonds and an ability to connect with people. So Amber B just is like on an island by herself. I think at the same time, Amber B's a, uh, I think the reason why Casey is acting the way she is, and it's kind of like, where's the context to back it up? I think it's a little bit of like, sorry, I'm going to turn that back on feeling threatened like i think oh, yeah. on, like like yeah i i agree with you that she's in that you know it's her second year on the show and she doesn't she's not connected that well socially she is kind of like in that big t purgatory but at the at the same time she also has the added bonus of like like she's a threat physically she's already proven she could win this and she's just that's the only way she's been sneaky in my opinion is her physical ability they weren't expecting that from her and then she showed that, like oh, that's I on run. them yeah that's so on them so underwriting her. that's not her being sneaky she's not gonna she doesn't need to publicize that she's fucking better than them she just is better than them like cardio wise she was out running ct the whole time like she was running to the pit stop coming back and getting him and going back again and telling him what was next like she was elite that's not her being sneaky. They're just so stupid. All incredibly dumb. And of course, Josh is emotional. He's saying, that's it. I'm done. The how awkward, like it's it's one of the most cringe moments I've ever seen on this show is the Casey and Josh kitchen fight. All right, then we're done. Okay, we're done. Yeah, it looks like we're done. Yeah, it's done. All right. Okay, we're done. Yeah, over it. Yeah, I'm done. Like, yeah, that's all it was for like a straight five minutes. And then they no, and dumb people fight. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, literally that is every time Josh, I think is on screen and his, his big brother season. Like I legitimately, like, that's just who I think he is. I just think he's like a cringe person, like in real life. Like he yeah, has I think to be, he's, he's stepping up his strategic game. Yeah. I, I would, becoming, I would agree with that. And he's on the right side of this. Like he's not in the wrong here and making Josh likable. I thought was a really difficult task. Um, but he, like, he's on, you put him next to first here, I guess, but like, he's on the right side of this and he's taking on things that Devin's told him 
and well, I think, and he's creating these bonds with the rookies now and he's playing smart. He's still just dumb, like at the core, but he's playing it smarter. So more and more a little bit, I'm starting to kind of see Devin's game come out a little, like kind of not so much, uh, how am I trying to say like, He's not so much showing the rest of the house what his game is as opposed to like, I think I'm kind of getting more of the context of what his game is because Josh in a way at first I, I was talking about how him and Josh are both kind of playing their game like their game, but I'm starting to more see it's Devin Devin is like playing a really elite game from behind the scenes and he's controlling things really, really well to the point where it's like this Amber B thing. Yeah, it happened, but I know for sure he probably went into damage control mode that they didn't show. You know, just kind of getting everybody calmed down because the rest of the house looked relatively calm. And this is what's different from like past seasons of the, the challenge. Like if you go back and look at some classic seasons with what Fessy did, man, in a past season of the challenge, like the house, everybody's coming back and that house is exploding. Like everybody's getting in a fight, but you know, they're all they're They're sticking to this alliance, even though she won. And it's going to be interesting to see how it, it, it's really going to shake up. Patty. Yeah, so like I actually this alliance at least in at least right now I know it's still early in the game, but this this alliance is playing out very similarly to how um uh to to how the the cookout has done on on Big Brother this year. And we'll talk about that later, but I just wanted to say like I I'm really seeing those parallels like between like a a an alliance that even though they don't really want to uh, stick together with somebody they're doing it for the cause and that's like i, I see the parallel in, in both of those right there which is really yeah. which is really interesting when so, you're playing a strategic game which like i look at the challenge as a strategic game because the most reality shows are strategic like you need to be able to look beyond who you like and who is your friend because that doesn't matter like you you can have friends and you can like them later you can go on holidays with them whatever this is about winning and you need to be able to work with people you don't like you don't need to respect someone you don't need to like them you just need to be able to see what they can do for you and your game and the cookout can see that and the vets can see that yeah i, I agree 100 right now I, I start i've started watching world of the worlds too again because it just got added to paramount and in that season if you're not familiar with it you have essentially they set it up as the u.s versus the british so you have like two teams of 15 going against each other in that. And they don't, that's like old school kind of challenge. And they haven't done that in a while, but they brought it up. You know, that's the most modern version of it where they have two teams going against each other. It's a huge cast. And the Americans, like with Bananas, Wes, you have Jordan, Tori, Ashley, Nani, Cam, who else? Kara, Polly, they're, Josh, they're all at each other's throats. Like they, they absolutely do not get along. And... Some of them are willing to put their bullshit aside and bananas is like, no, let's just call it what it is. You got there's ha like within our team, half of you are on this side, half of us are on this side. And that's how it is. We're, let's all just go to war with each other. And like to the point where like a lot of people, a lot of vets on that cast aren't on the season right now because a lot of real drama spilled over into real life after that one because they, they couldn't put that shit aside. And like and so it's interesting to see the the contrast now. As I'm watching this, like, and you guys are saying, you, you, you're right. That, that it's the benefit of like what's going to help us win, and it's putting all that bullshit aside, because the final is is what's in in focus. Yeah, Morgan. Yeah, but the only difference between 
the challenge in any other reality TV show is these people come back again next time. So what you did today will impact you in six months. So you can't always like break those connections. And that's why like long-term, it's not going to benefit you. But if you're going to win a million dollars, then $500,000, whatever, like you got to do what you got to do. If you don't want to just sit in the middle, then one time you're going to have to make those decisions. Yeah, I agree. But have you, have you, on the, on the flip side of that, have you guys noticed the vets are already kind of lining up certain rookies that could possibly be in their corner down the line, maybe as a vote, as a number? Because uh, yeah. I, I, you're it's seeing very, that with Josh and Logan. Very cookout, very cookout esque. They've, they've got their alliance, but then at the same time, they have their plus one. That's like the, um, whatever, some of those shit. I don't even know what I'm talking about now. Like, um, like some kind of big brother strategy, like you have your, your other person on the side. Um, so like you, they don't know about your original alliance, but everyone knows about the vet alliance. But Josh is cultivating a relationship with somebody. CT's got one. Like you It's somebody to act like, as a shield. Yeah. So, but like, and then if whatever relationships they have, then may in turn protect you from them if they get power. So like Emmy is CTs and maybe Huey. And that's why he was like coaching him up to balance on a ball. Yeah. Um, Nani's talking to Gabo or she was trying to talk back to, you know, Nani's talking to everybody. Nani's the most popular person in the house at the moment. Yeah. Well, her, her relationship with Casey is really, is really helping her out because we don't, we don't see any of it. Yeah, well, and what the thing is, even though we're not seeing any of it, what it's doing is it's totally protecting Nani, because every if you look at past seasons where she doesn't have that, that strong relationship, that strong bond, she's had that with Casey now for two seasons, and it's protected her pretty much the entire time, and it's gonna happen again this season where she's gonna be protected because of her relationship with Casey, and Nani has historically always been seen as she's not that big a threat, so I let's throw her try to get her an elimination so I can go against her and don't have to go home, so it, it's. It's interesting to see this position that she's in now that she's so popular, but it's like people see that she's, she's a safe person to be around Tori. You know, it's like, you look at Tori, like, yeah, she's, she's a decent competitor in the challenge, but she's already pissing people off. So, she, you know, you don't yeah. want to touch that. So it's like Nani is a really popular choice because she's an extremely safe choice. Yeah. Whereas like Anissa has that safety, but she doesn't have that like level of, calmness that nani seems to have at the moment like she's very level-headed especially compared to amanda tori all these are the nut jobs so nani's a good choice but she probably won't win with you at the end but she might get you there so let's talk about the daily challenge a little bit uh this one was a uh, was it reminded me a little bit of like a survivor challenge as far as like endurance and kind of like having to kind of crawl under nets crawl over oh, the mud like, oh the mud yeah, the we all not the, do mud. Yeah, yeah, honestly, people get hurt. I on Survivor, the one thing I've noticed the most is they always get fucked up in mud. Like they mud always get messed and, up. Mud and blindfold challenges. Can we just not do them, please? Yeah. So, but the Survivor people in this one really stood out. Being uh, was it Berna and Emmanuel? They really came out and they and they were like loving the obstacle course and like Berna. I think was like far out ahead of like all the rest of the girls when it came to getting to her her math equation which was oh my god honestly the the math thing was funny too because even Devin had a great line with that where he's just like 
God help you. These people can't divide by two. He's like, how are they all still alive? And then Gabo, yeah. they had like, <laughs> I don't know how, many, how the edits of Gabo. This like, we get it. The dude didn't go to high school. He's dumb. Like we didn't need to know that he doesn't have an IQ. He didn't go to high school. Like we, we understand that. Oh my gosh. I, I love that. That, that the, honestly, the daily challenge it was pretty boring in all, in all honesty, but it was just really funny. Like I was just laughing the entire time, just at Gabo, at things that CT was saying, at things that Devin was saying. Like it was just a, it was just funny to me, except for yeah. Big T getting knocked out of the game, though. No, I don't find a lot of the challenges that funny. Yeah, I'm, yeah, sorry, Nisa. Oh, that's rude. Um, yeah, I don't find a lot of the challenge funny, but. The fact that they're all quite dumb is very entertaining to me. And even on like, I think the all-star season when they were quite dumb as well. And TJ was like taking the piss out of them all the time. Like I really, I like that aspect. The fact that they're just big, stupid people. Yeah. They're, and that's, what's always been like so great about this show is like, the, it's like, yeah, Wes is an asshole, but like the reason why people like Wes is because Wes is a smart asshole. Like he was always really smart and he was like, that was always his calling card on the show. Like I'm so much smarter than you. You guys are all so fucking dumb. Like you yeah. guys don't, you guys, you guys don't, and, but it was so, he was so arrogant and yeah, he was so much smarter. And which is like, if you like now when Wes plays the game, he's not as arrogant and he's able to go a little bit further. But before yeah. the whole house fucking hated living with Wes and they were ready most, to get rid most of Most of the smart people on this show are assholes. Mm-hmm. That's why Devin is so much like Wes. And he's a huge asshole. I agree. That, is that just it because is they're is is that just because they're just smart people around yeah. dumb people and they're yeah. just and you, they irritated? get that superior yeah that superiority complex of like how can you be this dumb like when you when you are the smartest person in the room and you know it you dunk on the people that are dumb. Yeah, I do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> get dunked on getting yeah i get dunked on <laughs> quite a bit by bc shout out bc Dylan, don't let don't let bc don't let mysterio dunk on you just send it right back so right away they're all struggling with the math we saw anisa get hurt that really sucked but that's anisa gets hurt often in the challenge patty that you know anisa's been in this game for 20 years now and that's happened quite often she's broken her ankle she's twisted a lot of ankles she's you know hurt i think she's broken a thumb a wrist like She's constantly gotten hurt and, and taken out of this game. And um, she had her, you know, her big send off her. She came back to the house to kind of talk to everybody. And what I kind of liked from that moment is like how Logan didn't uh, let it really or he was sad about it, but he was also motivated by it. Like he was determined to not let it take him out of the game and he was going to fight for him and Anissa. I'm becoming a fan of this Logan guy, not just so much because he's handsome, but I'm, I'm liking Logan. More Man, than I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going with you on this. Dude made himself a target to be eliminated from the game. Like, if you just shut up and sit back and be quiet, why? Why you're gonna get a new partner? You're got. They're not gonna like leave you partnerless. You don't need to go into the challenge to get a new partner. Just shut up. But that's no. a good. That's a good point because honestly, it could have been Huey and Gabo. If, yeah, if you would so have shut up Huey, in the way Huey the way made Huey, himself a target, you, you put yourself in a position like you're lucky you come again, come up against somebody who is literally brain dead, but 
you didn't need to make yourself a target. These rookies are just adamant on putting themselves in dangerous positions. Why? Don't jeopardize your position in the game when you don't need to. So so let's move away from the daily challenge then and just get straight into the drama of what drama we did have. I mean, it's not it's just kind of the house stuff. CT and Berno in, and right away, CT, the, what happened was, is you know, once CT caught word that Logan was willing to do that, which I agree is stupid, and Josh had told him it was dumb. And he had kind of dropped the idea. Josh is telling you it's dumb. Yeah. So and it's crazy. He knows dumb. Yeah. That's the one area. That's the one time you listen to Josh because he knows <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah. He knows that shit. That's that's an excellent point. But right away, CT was like, oh, I'm going to use that because then I don't have to throw a girl in. Then I don't have to piss off another person in the house. I'm just pissing off one guy. And this guy wants to go in. So I'm not even pissing him off. So I'm not pissing anybody off. And it's so smart on CT's part to start fueling that flame again once he got wind of it. And then it's it's like Mo- what Morgan said, but also Devin. Devin, like, I, I think, I don't know if the murder line was my favorite or if the line where he said, like, it's, he's like, it's crazy. They're just throwing themselves in now at this point. And they are. They, they're just, they, they don't, it's, they've all become resigned to the fact that, like, the vets are going to throw them in to the point where they don't even, like, try to change their situation at all. No, the vets aren't even casting bait. The fish are just jumping in the boat. So Literally. I, I don't understand. I don't understand it at all. Like, as like, oh, my gosh. I mean, it, I, I wonder if there were a big brother, like, rookie, like a big brother U.S. rookie, uh, like, how they would respond. Like, if they weren't a part of the, the big brother alliance in this situation, I, I wonder how they would respond because – it, it that's a big part of Big Brother is trying to flip your positioning with the HOH. If if you don't feel like you're on a good spot, you're trying to find out a, a deal, an angle, anything to get out of that situation. And instead, all of these people are just jumping into the literally jumping into an elimination for no reason. Well, the, the issue is, is that in the beginning, when they had the numbers, they didn't all get together and talk to each other. And then what started to happen was once the numbers got dwindled down, like some of the more strategic players, like even the survivor players like Michelle, thinking they could latch on to some kind of vet or latch on to somebody else different or maybe try something else different like that and try to talk to people behind the scenes. Like it wasn't going to work when they weren't banding together themselves to go out at the vets. The vets were like they weren't going to be deterred. Morgan? I just think that Michelle faced a different battle to the rest of them in that she was immediately a target. The others don't have that. No one's intimidated by the others or worried about them down the line. They're just fodder. Michelle was a target. Where they went wrong is it's Emmy's fault. Emmy turned on Michaela day one. She had to shut up, not said anything about the list, and actually taken the information on board. She wouldn't be partnered with popcorn muscles. I'm beast. She's all mad again at the fucking fact that, you know, he's all, I felt so bad for him when he was trying to tell her like, sorry, I just couldn't think. And like, she was just so, so pissed off and just being, yeah, so I didn't, I didn't enjoy her at all. Like I, I, he's dumb, but he was sorry. Yeah. And she's, and she tried. Yeah. She's she was mean. Just- and I think he did really good in the challenge, like in the elimination. I thought he like did his best. Like the dude's dumb, but. She was mean and I don't like dunk on people. She wasn't dunking on him. She was just being a bitch. Yeah. 
And honestly, she's going to get what's coming to her in the, in the, now that she's par partnered with Huey. Because I think that... Sucked in. Yeah, I think I think at first, like, and it's like, I like, I still like Huey, but this blow up was just enough. Like, it was, it was too much. Oh, and, no. and it's, it's not all about you, bro. Tone it down. Like, yeah. they're going to have a cry off next week. Which one of them is going to cry the most when they lose? Oh, you sound a bad person. You didn't try hard enough. Like, shut up. Oh, my God. It, did you see the, when Nani not, told. actually on the side going, shut up, Huey. Yeah, and he, he yelled back at her. I was kind of happy about that, that he actually finally, like, stood up for himself towards Ashley now that she's not his partner. But when Nani yelled at him to shut up and let Gabo talk, that was funny because it was, like, right before the commercial break. So they had, like, this pause where, like, it looks like he's just, like, stunned and, like, what? Like, Nani's saying this to me? But it's like, yeah, like, shut up. But it's just a real lack of self-awareness from Huey. Again, making yourself a target when you don't need to be. Be quiet. Oh man, but CT played that I beautifully. CT played that so well by being like, "Look, this guy." He wants even told them. He yeah. even told them what they like. He told them what the situation was when he said about, "Well, you don't have a partner, so that women won't be involved." Blah blah blah. Like he's laying out for them on a on a platter, like giving them his information, being like, "Look how smart I am." I've already told you what's going to happen, and it does happen. They still don't see him as a threat. No, the the only one I think the only person that has even like a little bit of an eye on him is Devin. And, and, and I think Devin has one trained on him at all times. Yeah, yeah. He and he because Devin's not dumb. Devin's too smart to to think about that. But he right now his main focus is keep the vet alliance intact, get the rookies out of here. You know, trim all the fat that's in the cast, and then. But the you ones know, that are going to stay, he's building a relationship with them just in case. Yeah, and he and he's keeping certain. He's keeping Josh. He's keeping Kyle close to him. The relationships that those two guys have in the house close to him. But he, he, the only time he really talked to CT even a little bit remotely was in this game. But then he went back to talking to Kyle, and that's when he told Kyle like it's like they're throwing themselves in now at this point. So yeah. it's he he is de I I agree with you. He he's definitely has one eye trained and fixed on CT because they have to. And, 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 and like, I, I was listening to Anissa talk about this challenge and she said, you know, in real, realistically, so many people were struggling with that math equation that the only people, the only two teams that could have realistically got it done in her opinion was either her and Logan or CT and Berna. She didn't think anybody else was going to get that done. Like the, the, the math and then get the puzzle solved. But it's like, eh, they all got the puzzle. The thing is, they, they got the, the puzzle out of there. So they, they might have figured that out at some point. Um, So I figured out why the Saints won today. And it's because I've been praying to Mike the situation all week. I have, I, I've been doing the I same thing. I've been trying to think of, like, prayers I could make up in the situation's name. Like, <laughs> you think he'll be on Celebrity Big Brother? The situation or Gabo? <laughs> Not Gabo. Not Gabo. Not Gabo. Situation. The situation. May, that'd, be, be, that'd be cool. That'd be that'd awesome. Be funny, yeah. He, but it's, he, I don't know. Maybe remember the roast of, Don, I don't know if you guys ever saw the roast of Donald Trump, but like yeah. the situation in like pop culture settings outside of Jersey Shore. No, I don't like, think a roast is where I want to see the situation. Yeah. But the Big Brother house is. That, you're right. There's a whole that's a, with that's other a, celebrities. He turns, he turns it into the shore house a little bit, gets them all drunk, yeah. and start partying. 
They're all wearing, they start, yeah, start tanning. Start hitting the gym together. He's getting them in shape. Exactly. Mike, what, Mikey C on Celebrity Big Brother? No. Pause. That's a callback. Pause. That's a callback. Pause. Oh, man. Second floor. Second uh, floor. <laughs> let's, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back here, though. So Logan throws himself in, and they, they're they getting ready to go in. Oh, by the way, I, I mean, we didn't even talk about it, but all the love in the air in this house is just crazy. And the Logan and, and Big T thing is just like growing by the episode. Morgan, what do you what do you feel about? Oh, hey, I forgot to mention, like Tori, like Emmanuel's still reading the letter from Michelle, and Tori's already in there to cut her lunch, touching him she, all over the place. Oh my! Could not like, get her hands off of him. The thirstiest bitch I've ever seen on reality TV. I cannot believe she has no shame. No shame whatsoever. Patty's fallen off his chair. She has no shame at all. Lady, get it together. I forgot Patty, about are you, that. Are you okay? Talking I about cuddling about already? Yeah, like Jesus Christ. Like, oh my gosh. And like I said, like this is not the first person she's tried with. Jesus she's fucking Christ, Coella. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, Coella. Like she even tried it with. Ed and he wasn't catching what she was throwing because he has a girlfriend who's an actually nice dude. Who's like, no, go away. Uh, we need more Ed. We Anyone. got a little bit. Of, we got a little bit of Ed dancing in this one, and I was like, we need a little. We need more Ed. Like, I think we're gonna yeah. get more Ed, but yeah, I. I, I oh, we'll be getting Ed like for seasons to come too. Yeah. Oh, easily. He's he's so likable. It's like it's like with uh with Big T. I just watched. I just watched her first season, which is War of the Worlds too, and and. On there, like I, I could. I remember when she first came on. I was like, yeah, she's not the strongest competitor, but she's like charismatic as hell, to the point where it's like she's great for interviews and great for like pushing the story and the narrative along. Oh no, I'm still here. Yeah, I'm still here. Hang on, I think Morgan froze for a sec. Morgan froze a little bit. Okay, Morgan, you back? Hello. Yes. Okay, we're all good. We're all good. Everybody, we're fine. Remain fucking calm. Okay. All right. Uh, it says my internet connection is unstable, and I feel attacked by that. Yeah, it was doing that. It was doing that to me too. So we're. Or I guess we're gonna wrap it up here soon. So let's move into the into the uh, what is it? The lair, and let's talk about the elimination. So I definitely think that this this elimination between Gabo and Logan, what it what it initially was gonna be, based on looking how the pool their police system was and how like they were coming down like how they were being lowered down. Um, I think what it was going to be was they were going to have to pull their partner up. Their partner was going to have to see what the puzzle was and they were going to have to shout it down to them like to make it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? So I think that's initially what this was going to be, but then it ended up having to become them pulling themselves up. And Gabo showed that he, you know, he was talking about it. You know, he was just, he wasn't getting tired. He was getting pumped. That's all he was doing, pulling himself up there. But I love eliminations like this and and the thing is like all the eliminations so far have been okay but the like they need to make them like old school challenge eliminations like how they're doing right now on all-stars patty if you have the chance to watch the challenge all-stars i know you're probably be like who are all these old ass people like playing this game with and there's tj like yes that's true and you might see one or two familiar faces but the challenges they made them kind of more like how they used to and in that way that it's it's a little bit more exciting and this one kind of had that feel to it and i like that it was like a puzzle and i thought gabo did really well to the point where yeah he's going to come back but oh my god him praying to the situation fantastic and 
you know, for a second there, I thought he might get Logan. I thought he was going to get him because he was talking about how he was tired. But that's the way they, they try to throw you off. Yeah, and I think the, the other contestants, they all thought that he had it too. Like, why? What gives you that confidence in his ability? I uh, I mean, I was really – I was, I was kind of pulling for Gabo. I'm not going to lie, just because I want more Gabo in my life. But, uh, like – Aside from aside from that, I actually thought that he was that he could have gotten it. Like he definitely took his time on the puzzle, and I think he was probably. I I don't know exactly how close he was because I haven't like looked at like screenshots of like the two, but I know that he was still very close, and I was really impressed with like his performance in the elimination. It was so funny that he said his mind was just like he had no more memory, no more free space. It was all just music. I like really enjoy I enjoyed his self-awareness and and his self-deprecating personality especially when he's surrounded by a bunch of egomaniacs like it really is a stark contrast and it's enjoyable so like it's just a nice change to have somebody who actually thinks they're really shit I, want, I agree yeah I just want him I just want more Gabo and Ed in my life like if we could somehow like have like Gabo come back and only be partnered with Ed like I want to see that that would be amazing the like, challenge the, buddies the challenge buddies I love it it's just friendship based challenges <laughs> oh man well that was the honestly they used to do X's they had a couple seasons of X's and those like those dailies were so funny because it would always be like putting them in situations where it's like you have to interact with your ex in this way like I think one of them was like you had like a slim piece of glass between their lips and they had to keep it pressed together and like move and then like navigate it. Like, uh, Oh, it was, that's it was, evil. I love yeah, it. So this was a really good one, but uh, yeah, th- this one was, was fantastic. So I think that I, 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 I wanted him to stay. If, if we could have them both stay like, cause I like Logan too. I would, I would have them both. But, you know, it looks like it, I think it's going to be Huey and Emmy on the way out now. Logan wins, chooses Nani. Smart, very smart. And Look, Hang on. Other, other than the big T connection, what does Logan bring? He's not really that entertaining. He's just handsome. I like hearing him talk. The, the, way, he, the way he talked and was just like, they're going to eat the rookies. I, I, I don't know. I thought, I thought it was like... He is a little charismatic to me in that way. And I think he's just a good competitor. Like, I think he. It's a little late for they're going to eat the rookies. Could have had that take three weeks ago. Maybe he said it three, like, no, three no, episodes no. ago. No, no, no. It's no, no. He, he, no, he just woke up. It's because he no longer has Anissa. And he said now, it, well, it, you know, it's funny. It's, it's, it happened for him too in the middle of the episode, right? When Anissa got hurt. But Gabo had said it at the beginning of the episode when he lost Nani. Today is the first day now that I'm starting to have to play this game because the the rookies are, they're playing it so soft and so safe and so stupid by, you know, sorry, my dogs. Did you hear my dog snoring on the background? I don't know if you did. Okay. Oh, well, good. I thought, I thought this whole time this dude's been making too much noise. Anyways, um, Gabo had said like, I'm playing, I'm starting to play my game today. And that's essentially what happened for Logan. Like Logan got so much airtime in this, the most Logan we've seen the entire time. And it's because, like, you know, he was he he had to to fight and and he did a good job. And and Big T was right. Honestly, they 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 did a good job of like. Normally, I can kind of tell when they're gonna zig or zag at the end of the episode and who's gonna like win and go home. 
And I thought legitimately it, like it could be Logan because the way they were setting it up, like Big T being like, oh, historically, you know, if you throw yourself in, you go home and all this stuff. So I thought it was going to be, you know, it for him, but it ended up not being. But he being didn't have to fight. He could have just continued being quiet. Yeah. And that's the brilliance of CT. That th- This was a, a low-key, sneaky, great episode for CT. The, 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 the way he was able to show, okay, I could still win a daily kept himself safe that way but at, at the same time if i were if i were ct i'm not trying to to flaunt that you know so soon you know what i mean like you want to re- you want to let them know you're not even in the house still and the way you don't even need to, you, they're still going for rookies you don't even need to to go after anybody you don't even need to do that so to me i was a little surprised that he won but in the end it benefited him because he only had to he didn't burn anybody but i think burner took a lot of the credit for the challenge win she okay. did. Yeah. yeah. It's good by CT. Again. Yeah. And 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 he and he let her have her moment and mm-hmm. he all, all he was doing was doing that thing of talking up all the rookies and you mentioned it. He was talking up Emmy, you know, telling her to kind of keep her emotions in check and where she needed to focus them and like that was really funny the way she was like all like fired up one minute and then the next she's just like smile has this big ass goofy ass smile at CT. But I I thought it was a I thought it was a really good episode for him. It's a masterclass, a masterclass on how to play this game socially. It's going to be, it's going to be really interesting when they do start to come at him. He's going to lose his shit. It's going to be great. Like he, he surely they have to wake up soon. He reserve, he reserves those moments CT for like, you know, you get them every now and then. And they're so special because when CT blows up and goes off on someone, it's a instant must watch reality TV. He the, yeah. the the fiery guy that he is it's it's, it's amazing, uh, all right. So what do what do we think's coming next though? Is it going to be that did I was looking at the previews and I was trying to remember. I think the previews for next week showed that Esther throwing like a drink in Amber B's face. Did any of you guys see that? Yeah. So yeah, she throws. I don't know if it's water or something. I heard it on another podcast that she threw something in Amber B. So I, I believe. Because she's with Fessy, so I, obviously the Josh and Fessy thing blows up again. Because even though like we're done, we're done, we're done, we're done, we're not done. So we're still yeah. going to have this fight. Um, and Esther feels the need to defend Fessy because they're partners. Again, shut up. This is not your fight. She, he's your partner, but he's not your ally. He will drop you in. He, he does this to his friends. He doesn't even know you. Lady, please be quiet. I like you. Shut up. Anyway, she feels the need to like defend his honor, which he has none. And so she obviously gets involved in this fight and throws something at everybody. Don't um, ever throw a drink on somebody. It's, disres- it's really disrespectful. It's really disrespectful. Do it. And when it comes to your gameplay, all you're doing is you're putting a target on your back, especially if you're a rookie. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's an easy way to say, okay, you're this going in This is in a now. really good spot as a rookie. Yeah, with Fessy, yeah. She's she's in a really good spot. Nobody's even, con- nobody's even thought about throwing her into elimination. No, but she's earned a little bit of respect, but not enough to be, like, frightening. And she's in a good spot. I, I agree. Just- all she's gonna all, it's like all, they've yeah. never watched the get the show before. No, they have. Some of them haven't, to be honest. It, the only people, some of the only ones that I felt did were like Kells and Coriel. 
Maybe yep. Michelle. Maybe Michaela. Tommy. And Tommy. Outside of those five, you know, I don't think any of them. Have, look have how a well it's worked on. for all of them. They're all gone. Yeah, and there's that guy Jeremiah who like the one that's like sh like shacking up with like Amber B. I, every time I see him, I'm like, who is this guy? Who the hell is he? Like, and when he talks, I'm like, again, where is this guy coming from? Like, we need to purge. I'm gonna say it one one yeah. more time. I'm calling him Purple purge. Jeremiah. He's getting that purple edit. You don't see him. He's never there. Don't like I I would. F I don't have four pages of notes this week, but if I did, he still wouldn't be in them. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking funny. This fucking guy. He's never he's never gonna crack the notes. He just needs to get out of the house already. I hope they I th hope they throw him in against Huey next week. Like it, it's only uh it's only fitting. Um, Poor victim Huey. Yeah, well I mean it, it's it's oh, it's, it's his you time. think I'm a bad person. Yes. You're a bad player. <laughs> Shut up, dude. It's like it's like it's clearly Gabo and Logan. You don't need to say anything. And like, no. if he's gonna take Nani from you, well, like you took her, you took her from him, you know. So just she's not an object that belongs to you. Stop talking about her like that. She's a person. Exactly, exactly. She's not some pawn for your game, even though that's no. kind of what they're. Yeah, it's exactly what she is. But <laughs> you don't even know how to use her properly. So stop referring to her like that. Yeah, it's like she's not even that great of a competitor either. It's like at the end no. of the day, she's not going to win you anything. She's not going to win you shit. <laughs> it's like they've got this piece of plastic toy shit. And they're like, this is the greatest thing in the world. And it's not. It's really not. But you don't even know how to play with it. So just fucking leave it alone. I just love how she's so confused as to why she's being fought over. Yeah, but she's like, she's really playing it well. She's like, I'd be happy to have you back. I'd be happy to have you back. Huey, shut up. <laughs> like. She's doing it very well. She's playing a really, you know, this is probably the best social game I've seen her play, even though she hasn't been on camera much. This has been like Nani's best social game. The fact Not that involved she, in any of the drama, even nope. though everyone around her is starting tire fires. She's not in any of that. That's how you do it. Esther, this is how you do it. When everyone around you is fighting, you just step back. When Huey comes in to yell, uh, yell and cry at Ashley, you walk out of the room because it's not your fight to have. She's so she's so much smarter than these people around her. And I didn't even think she was smart to start with. Yeah. She, they they, they got to, you know, they got to start. Some of these rookies really got to start thinking not week to week and elimination, elimination and start thinking about like if they actually envision themselves winning this game and how they could do so. You know what I mean? And it, it's... Oh. It, it's none, getting, of them, none of them deserve to win this game. Yeah, and, and the only reason why like Amber B was such a good person to win last year is because she had Darrell actually showing her how to play the game throughout the time that they were together. And then when she got with CT to go into the final, like, you know, she already kind of she had learned from Darrell like earlier on in the season and, and that's why she was able to work well with CT later on. Darrell but, was uh, very good for her. Yeah. Darrell Darrell was the, the perfect mentor for Amber B and and one okay, but right now we're you know we're gonna leave on this note. the The terminology is they lit a fire under my ass, and this is now like the fourth or fifth time that Amber B has said they lit a fire in my ass. She keeps talking about them putting fire in her ass, and it's like it, I think there's they, a there's a cream for that. Yeah. 
<laughs> Honey, if someone lit a fire in your ass, you've got bigger fish to fry. And the way she says it so emphatically, you have lit a fire in my ass. It's just like, like some bad Chipotle. No, yeah, I'm not too soon. Too soon. I had, I, I, I had Chipotle like three days ago. Yeah, no, I it, had it. No, I had it like a week ago, and I think I got food poisoning. I'm not even kidding. Like I was I, so, I, I was freaking sick. I was like, Jesus Christ! So I'm not over. Did it. you have a fire in your house? I had, a, I had a straight fire in my. I had a Chipotle put a fire in my ass. Gotta say, like she's so emphatic about it. It's just, oh, no. Like, oh, these are my least favorite topics. I don't want to talk about poo. I don't want to talk about ass. I don't want to talk about this. This has been the cutthroat cast. <laughs> Please be quiet, everyone. This has been the, cut, the cutthroat ass. Oh, no. I'm, I'm going to say for the situation, this ends well. Hail Mike, the situation. In the name of the Father, the Son, and Mike, the situation. Oh, Father, full of Amen. fake can. We gotta write. We gotta write something. We we have to. We have to make a Mike the situation like church. Some or kind something. of rap. Some kind of hymn. Some kind of holy yeah. church hymn. Yeah, we'll. Th- I'll, 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 well, let's start working on that. I'll like, get to I'll, the name yeah. of the, the name of the gym, the tan, and the laundry. Some, somebody I'll make. Mean, somebody make the lyrics, and I'll make the beat. We'll do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. This has been the Cutthroat Cast. We're going to have that song coming towards you right yeah. away. And it's got a lot of fire in your ass. Hell yeah, it is. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Cutthroat Cast. We got at Patty from Cut. We got at Morgan from Oz. And then we got at Where to Wake. I feel like I need to have some kind of from. We got at Pow from Cut. We'll, we'll think of something. We'll, we'll think of something. Yeah, we'll, we'll, work, something. we'll workshop it with our Mike the Situation song. Um, go say your prayers to the situation and have a good, have a good night. <laughs>